Last name Ziesmer? Yep. That's how you say it. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. I love that. Nobody ever butches it, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised I got it right because I suck at names. Welcome to the Just Listed podcast. I'm Amy Fox, along with Joanna Viesda from Real Estate by Joe. And a lot of times we're talking real estate, but not today. Not today. We're doing another segment of Boss Lady. I have a special guest, Allie Ziesmer, um, CrossFit nurse, and I'll let her tell you all the things about herself. Oh, hi. Hi. Welcome. Uh, welcome. Yeah, this is great. This will be fun. Um, I don't know. What do you want me to list? Well, so, just you, tell us your background. Like you... You know, we were kind of talking uh, before we started hitting record about um, your experience through COVID, which is just a whole lot to unwrap. But yep. you saw it from both sides firsthand, whether you were essential mm-hmm. because you're a nurse yep, correct. and as a gym owner correct, um, for not being essential and having to be shut down. So h- however you want to start, just kind of let's sort through both of those experiences. Yeah. Yeah, so talk about the struggle <clears throat> and talk about how it's real, but talk about how you dealt with it and like how you kept a positive mindset, right? Yeah. So um, I have been a nurse for, gosh, almost 15 years, um, which, of course, in the last couple of years, everybody saw how, you know, nurses in general in the medical community um, are deemed essential when we that was really one of the biggest things that was open besides superstores um, was a hospital and seeing all of these patients. So not only that, but then as a gym owner, my husband and I um, own CrossFit Electus here in town and We've been open for almost eight years in the last couple have just been kind of a whirlwind. Like I think everybody has dealt with, Mm -hmm. Um, but as a business owner, it was, it was really hard on us to have to just, you know, one day we're running normal classes and then the next day somebody told us we couldn't, could not do that anymore. And so we had to shut down. Um, And, and yeah, that was kind of a trip. I will say right from the, from the start, all of our members in this, you know, community that we've built, which can kind of sound a little cliche, but um, were there to support us from the start. Uh, they, you know, we offered, you know, do you guys want to rent out equipment? So we loaned out equipment to everybody. We, uh, from from the get-go, had people tell us, do not shut off our memberships. Awesome. So That's during great. It's so great. During this entire time, or that time where we were, closed uh none of our members let us turn off their membership so we could still pay our rent oh that's awesome we could still pay our you know our our bills that are due every single month regardless of being shut down and uh, that means even though you say it's cliche you have built a community that are very loyal and appreciate right. the service that you're providing them right and so you know in turn, we didn't want to let them down either. So Jared and I were doing videos. Oh, um, I was just going to ask if you did some virtual stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everybody went virtual. Right? Everybody went virtual. You had to. <laughs> we had to. We couldn't. We couldn't just say, "Well, you know, enough's enough," or you know, and just not do anything for these people that were still letting us charge their accounts when you know maybe they also were out of work or maybe mm-hmm, you know their finances had changed during covid as well so they were still letting us run their normal memberships so we we would do videos you know we still did workouts we adjusted everything so it was um you know doable at home maybe with no equipment at all or what you took from the gym um and posted those in a in a face uh facebook uh group that we have so 
That's awesome. Yeah, it is. So on the flip side, as a nurse, what was that experience like? Like, what kind of a nurse are you? Or where? I'm a registered nurse. And during the peak of COVID, I was working um, at Alamir here. Okay. So uh, that was that was a shift as well because I, during the week, would work in the surgery center. And so surgeries were shut down besides emergency yep. surgeries. Right. right. So we were not doing the 35 elective surgeries every day, whipping people in and out of there, you know, getting things that weren't considered emergencies um, taken care of. And so a lot of us then also had to shift into, uh, we already worked every other weekend kind of in like the med surge um, area at the hospital. But now we were doing that full time or we were, if we just needed hours to be met, then we were in the ambulance bay doing COVID swabs on people that drive out COVID swabs. Oh, or wow. mm. we were floated down to the ER just to help, uh, you know, run patients around. Um, <clears throat> and then once it was really peak and we had to turn parts of our hospital into our COVID unit, uh, then a lot of us were there, you know, pretty much full time, uh, rotating through in in our charge nurses would try and rotate, you know, maybe you have a day or two in the COVID unit and then you get a chance to be out of there. So they did try and do uh, that. So you weren't just constantly, but at some point there were, you know, there were weekends where you were just in the COVID unit all weekend long. So the struggle was real. I mean, legit, you shifted from a gym owner. So you had the struggle on two ends, really. And how did you keep positive through that? Because you really had a gym that now totally transitioned, Mm -hmm. your work life that was always steady and normal has completely transitioned. And I'm sure COVID was like full suit mask. I mean, it was like complete change. And you have a corporate complete change. Mm -hmm. And then you have a small business. Yep. Yeah. So that was, um, you know, really just trying to be, there was one day I came home from work and uh, a group, what was the name of the group? Uh, that was like dropping off meals. Oh, helping hands. hands. Yes. yes. So um, somebody from there had dropped off because they knew I was a nurse and I was working. And, oh. and it was completely anonymous. Yeah. My husband and kids were home and they didn't even realize somebody had like dropped anything off. They just like put it all at the door and left. Oh. But meals and a uh, couple of meals that they made, uh, snacks, little cookies, cute little like drawings. Like a care basket. Yeah, like a care basket. We so, still have the hearts on our window here at the radio station yeah. from when they came and did that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So... That was that's just, cool. Yes. Just remembering, you know, trying to stay positive in in remembering that, um, you know, I think from the gym owner side being like, uh, somebody just told us we had to shut down our business. Yeah. Um, trying not to focus on that negative part of it and how negative that felt. Mm-hmm. But remembering that, OK, you know, our our members are positive. They still want us to do this. They don't mm-hmm. want us to give up yet. So keeping that in mind and then knowing that there were these little groups of people around that were like acknowledging acknowledging and like we just want to deliver this sweet little positive message like go you Mm -hmm. you're doing the thing you know we appreciate you if you're not home to you know make supper here's a couple of meals that somebody else made yeah so just really focusing on i think trying to grab those small little lights of positivity right instead of just like the doomsday that right and that was felt. hard if you got online hard. 
everybody was mad everybody was you know struggling in so many different ways and mm-hmm. you'd hear people say we're all in the same boat but i'm like no we're the not. best i heard was we're all in different vessels in the same storm yeah we right. all are have you like people are struggling in way different ways all the right. time these kids you know if you have kids mm-hmm. they all struggled in different ways um you know whether they couldn't play their sports you know i have volleyball and a hockey player and they were trying to play those sports in masks and did it without complaint because they wanted to play their sports mm-hmm. yep and i was like you are badasses like well, my I, girls were like out there i'm like have you ever watched hockey players yeah it's hard how breathe. in the heck they mask. could do that with a mask on yep. was beyond me well yep. and you said it best i like that line you said taking these little bits of positivity mm-hmm. i think that that's like a really good like saying for life i could i think life is all about that is if you focus on all the bad that's all that's going to happen yes and sometimes there are only little bits of positivity but if you focus on them and you pick them out Mm -hmm. then it's okay because not everything is like oh rainbows and unicorns like no but i think that was so hard for so many people is that it just compounded right negative because you're sitting at home well it was terrible only in your own misery right Mm -hmm. and you really can't you know you get stuck in your own rut yeah 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 and it's not to say you know don't go ahead and have your day like yeah have your time have your Mm -hmm. feel those negative emote you know feel them that's okay yep there was such a long time where i think people were like oh don't let anybody see that you're sad or don't correct you know don't let anybody know that you're having a bad day you know have your day but remember that you can't like you gotta really try hard not to stay stuck in that, in that mentation, in that that, that role of like negativity, negativity all the time. Because then you just live a life of misery, and then nobody wants to be around you. Or the people that you keep around you, if they're negative, move on, man. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay to not be friends with somebody. It's okay to just be like, hey, we can just be yeah, we're just colleagues. Cool. Yeah, like let's we're cool, whatever. Anymore. Yeah, right. let's just not do that anymore. In focusing on, you know, okay, I have to try and find a little bit of positivity here. I mean, it doesn't feel good to feel bad. No, right. and and I would, I'm guessing, you know, through the gym that people were reaching out to you because I feel that people that are dedicated in that way, mm-hmm. like that's their outlet. Yes. Right, you know, that is like not only a physical outlet but it is a mental outlet mm-hmm. my it, husband and i were just talking about it i was like mental I, I was like babe we got to get back on it because not only like should we do this physically but we used to just kind of leave it at the door when we walked in our house we were stressed from work and stuff just because we you know you just kind of worked it out in your head when you're sweating <laughs> like, yeah we gotta, we gotta do that so i did people reach out to you personally like oh, i'm having a hard time because i can't come in and see you yeah yeah definitely you know we had people reach out and be like you know what can i do how can i make myself feel better or it's not really working doing this workout by myself so um as things started to get a little a little closer to being able to you know maybe open again then we started doing workouts in the park so we would uh, you know, at a class time, meet at City Park, and we would, you know, stay our distance away and <laughs> follow the rules. Follow the rules. But we were outside. We were in the sunlight. It was, I want to say, like end of April, Mayish, when we started doing that. So mm-hmm. it wasn't awesome. like always beautiful, but the sun was out. Um, you were outside getting fresh air. Mm-hmm. You were seeing people's faces again, 
and you are working out. That's the whole thing with CrossFit, right? It's like a, it's a group workout. Mm-hmm. And what's nice about it is somebody else is coaching for you. Right. Or you have a coach. Somebody else is programming for you. Mm-hmm. So you're not walking in trying to think of stuff to do on your own. You have you can shut your mind off. Okay. You're just showing up to do the work. Somebody has already programmed. <laughs> Can I interject? I am a member at Ali's Gym, and I have to completely say that I my brain shuts off when I'm there. It's kind of a thing with her husband. He's like, oh, Joe, we don't know where your brain goes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to think. I go to the gym, and they have the classes. They have the programming. I literally don't even like to do math when I'm there. Yeah. Like, I struggle with that. And she says it's a post-wad or a mid-wad brain fart. And I love it because that's exactly it. And you dump everything physically, mentally, and it's just like all you do is focus on that. And it does feel like such a community. Yeah. Yep. And so just being able to, during that time, then start to be able to bring people back together a little bit and see our faces and joke and mm-hmm. laugh and then work out, get sweaty, mm-hmm. have our little cool down afterwards, yeah. uh, I think was really important uh, for a lot of, I mean, I know for our gym members it was. Yeah, yeah so mentally. COVID aside, that's what I think, you know, you've talked to me before. You're like, that's my outlet, you know. 100%. And, uh, <laughs> some of my friends and I were talking one day just about work, and they're like, I would like to just have a job where I don't have to think, you know. And there are jobs like that, and they're just like, I left my corporate job, and I started doing this. Well, if you don't want to do that because you're doing a job that requires a lot of thinking and strategizing and dealing with people, that would be a great outlet because you right. can shut your brain off and just work on your body and, you know, let you, let your brain <laughs> go. You know? Yeah. I feel yeah, like you sure. go into it's almost like a survival mode. And I'm not trying to scare anybody away, but it legit <laughs> is like it's not surviving, but it's literally like I've never thought it was so hard to count to four or five <laughs> in my life. It's so true. I, yeah. I'm like, did I do Oh, two? Have I done three rounds three? or have I done four yeah. or did I do all five yeah. or maybe I'll do an extra one because I just can't remember. Right. Yeah. And that's what you do is you literally push yourself so hard because you want to because there's this it's only you. It's only you and you know that it it's only your number mm-hmm. and it's only your you're competing against yourself. So it's like how far do you want to get or where do you want to get? Yep. And so it's great. I love it. And it, and it helps dump everything. Yeah. So, Allie, you said that you and your husband have had this um, CrossFit uh, gym for about eight years. Yep. How did you get started and why did you want to open it yourself yeah. as a business owner? So we kind of fell into it. Honestly, we were athletes at another gym um, and just kind of decided uh, I wasn't really involved right away in the beginning because um, I was fairly new to CrossFit in general. But um it was my husband and two other people, and they were like, you know, we just, we want to try. We want to try and do it and see if we can do it the way we want to and program the way we want to. And and so now, you know, fast forward almost eight years, it's down to just my husband and I. Um, and I've been more involved in the business side of it for the last, I would say, three or four years. Um, but that's been, I mean, that's just been pretty cool for the most part obviously owning a business can be stressful and and you take a lot of that home with you like all the time at mm-hmm. 9 30 at night when jared hasn't put the workout in yet <laughs> and we're both like dang it so then you got to go in and put it into our app that we have but i mean overall it's been a pretty cool experience um we have a handful of people that have been with us from the beginning oh, and so awesome. mm-hmm, seeing their you know, just their growth over the last eight years and their consistency and their dedication to 
coming and yeah. showing up for themselves. Um, I hope people are still doing it for themselves and not just showing up because we're there coaching <laughs> and they're like, oh, dang, it, I better go. Uh, well, there is some of that. There's, there is there's some an of element to that, that yeah. accountability. Accountability, <laughs> right. You're like, oh, Jared's coaching today. I better go. Or yeah. Allie's coaching today. <laughs> So overall, it's it really has been such a such a great experience. And and we can you know, our kids have grown up there. We have two teenagers. They're 17 and 15 now. So when we opened, it's funny to see like Facebook memories pop up. Oh, yeah. You know, they're just like little bitty kids helping us unbox thousands of pounds of equipment. Mm. And now they're teenagers. And and they also see not all the time. They kind of grumble with us about you know, physical fitness and, and whatever, <laughs> like any teenager probably sure. does. But but overall, um, you know, they, they see the importance of not only uh, physical health, but mm-hmm. how working out, even if it's for one hour, all of our classes are an hour long. So if you can dedicate one hour, like the the amount that that like triple folds into feeling better about yourself and just being able to think more clearly and process emotions and feelings instead of letting all of that be pent up mm-hmm. and and like we've talked about using, using that as an outlet unhealthy ways to deal with to it cope. right yeah right. absolutely and so um you know having kids and now we have we have uh one of our coaches does a kids program in the afternoon uh my husband coaches our uh athletes a couple are alexandra athletes and then he's also the uh, strength coach for Osakis High School, where our kids go to school. And okay. today they're coming up to the gym uh, because the school is closed today. So That's it's awesome. just been really cool to see like the outreach that you, after eight, almost eight years of time, now have, you know, kind of into other communities and in different sports. We're not like, it's not a sport specific per se. It's, right. It's a general physical preparedness. So general physical health and and that's a lot what we preach about like just in class in general it's mm-hmm. you don't have to come to be some crazy bodybuilder it's or power lifter levels. it is all skill levels mm-hmm. it is age levels we have yeah. kids we have a 72 <laughs> or 73 year old guy you know so yeah. it's like it's Our all age 68. levels <clears throat> so well and not only are you a good example about that with the physical fitness and being a gym owner but you're showing the experience of owning your own business and being responsible for that and all the work that it goes into it. I mean, I think that's a good example to show your kids too. Yeah. Right. And then I also work with my husband. So people must ask you all the time, how can you work with your spouse? I know. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but like for me, yeah, there's days, but I just can't imagine it another way. So, well, yeah. And it's in, um, we are high school sweethearts. And Aww. so it's, yeah, it's been a long time that we've, We've just vibed like, yes, yeah. it's, it's fine. We we get along, of course, with anybody. You have days where you're like, oh, <laughs> just back up a little <laughs> just, bit. I need yeah. a little space. Yeah. But but overall, we've always just always worked very well together. Yeah. Um, and so we can we can see eye to eye, even if we don't agree. That's oh, that's, awesome. that's a key mm-hmm. thing. You can kind of that agree to disagree or just stop arguing about it yeah let's just be done with this yeah, and move let's on be done. <laughs> there's awesome. a thousand other things to do <laughs> <laughs> we got some work to do yeah okay yep. so talk about how you feel that COVID, or that covid that the gym empowers women because you're pretty much a badass and like, isn't like, crossfit yeah. kind of like a male dominated i don't know that's what I, my perception is it's kind of like a male dominated uh right i don't know if you call it 
brand or industry or whatever. You, yeah, I'd say it's the cliche like men do that. Men lift heavy weights, right? right? That's what I think it is. I think it's more, um, you know, weight lifting in general, gyms in general are seem to be more male dominant. Um, but I, if you stop into any CrossFit gym, it's almost a guarantee that every class that you drop into is female dominant by numbers. That's awesome. <clears throat> it's so cool. And so we have so many strong women um, in our gym. And, and really what I see in a shift, especially with females, you know, it's easy to feel, I think, as a woman that when you're coming into something like that, you're like, well, I can't even comparing yourself to other females. Mm-hmm. I can't lift as much as her or I can't move like that or my muscles don't look like her muscles do or I don't have any muscles at all compared to this girl, whatever, whatever. And so in our gym, we try and make sure that everybody really knows that like none of that matters. Mm-hmm. And, and Joe could vouch on this. Everybody is so welcoming. This is not mm-hmm. This is not a a click. This is like, we are all here for the same goal. Right. To feel better. Honestly, like that's whatever your goal might be. Maybe it is bodybuilding. Maybe it is powerlifting. You know, maybe it is doing a CrossFit competition. But all in all, we just all feel better after we work out. Right. And I think a lot of your senior women, the women. So mm-hmm. like I went in there and I was super intimidated. I thought I was in shape. I came from the Y and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> the first week I wanted to puke, cry and quit. Yep. I was like, I don't care. I don't care. I'm not going to do this. And I remember looking at some of the women and I'm not going to say their names, but mm-hmm. I, you can probably imagine. Then I'm like, I'm never going to look like that. I was like, how long did it take you to look like that? Like 10 years? Right. And some of them are two years. Some of them have been doing it for 10 years, but they just have stayed consistent. And I notice now a lot of the women, I would say senior senior women, not in age, but have been there and know what they're doing. Yep. They pair up with newbies. Yeah. And I'm catching myself doing the same instead of being like two strong women together. And then it's really intimidating. It's honestly like, yep, we're all here a new person is welcomed in and you're like, okay, are you new? What do you lift? Let's do it together. And you're almost like, I can't do that. I can't do that with you. Like, right. but it's yes. so empowering. Yes. And then you see that mental shift of like, okay, I did do this for a week. Or maybe they come and they do a boot camp and they're like, oh, I did do this for four weeks. And so you start to see that shift of like, well, I'm more capable of doing not only that stuff here in the gym inside these four walls, but outside of life. Right. You know, um, if it's, you know, I, I finally feel good about myself. I feel good about the way I look. I feel just feel good about the way I feel. And you start to become more confident in your outside life too. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, you know, maybe I don't like this job I'm in, but I'm feeling really good about myself now and I want to pursue something different. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's those kind of trails that lead off from just building that confidence um, by working out and, and maybe stepping out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and realizing, oh, I did it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that in other places of my life. So, well, Joe, do you still find yourself like comparing to other people <clears throat> or are you just in your own lane? No, you don't worry about it anymore, do you? I'm 100% in my own lane. And sometimes my <laughs> lane's like late and I show up sliding in sideways and I'm like, yeah. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> she's like jumping in her shoes yeah. as she's walking in. I'm a hot mess all the time, like all the time. But I love it. And I, yeah, I don't compare at all. Like I don't. And I actually feel that I'm more pushed by yes. other people in the gym because I'll like buddy up with somebody, one of the senior girls too. And I, I sometimes catch myself not pushing myself and mm-hmm. then they'll grab me and they're like, let's like, I just, on Wednesday worked out with, 
And before I knew it, she gave me, she's like, we're going to do the big ones. And I'm like, oh my gosh, for the farmer's yeah. carry. <laughs> I remember, like, I have never felt my grip be so weak. And she's like, well, you did it the whole time. She's like, you did good. And I thought to myself, I would have never done that had I not been there and mm-hmm. had I not been with her. And I feel like CrossFit is that. It's a bunch of women who are empowering each other. Yes. They're like, you can do that. Push your limit. Push it. And, then, and it overflows in every other part of your life. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. Just that, like you said, empowering each other to... Yeah, push a little bit more. Push a little bit harder. Why Tr- not? Yeah, try it. I know try you've it. never done it. Try it. Give yeah. it a whirl. See how it goes. Yeah, and you're like when I say you're a badass, you're strong. You're powerful. You're good looking. You're tall. You're, but you also are confident in yourself. That's something I've noticed when mm-hmm. you coach and you you have no problem stepping up on that podium and saying, "Hey, by the way, let's let's treat each people like this. Let's do that." And yep. so, how in your life have you felt that that you has helped you and have you ever had any pushback from other people being like, oh, my God? Well, nobody's ever said it to my face if they have. So <laughs> I guess I have that going for me. But uh, definitely owning the the business that we own and having to lead a class as a coach. I mean, you kind of you got to, like you said, jump up on that box and just say, this is it. I'm the I'm the leader right now. Like, hey, pay attention to me. Right. And I have had to. um you know, maybe could have done a little more graciously, but that's not always how I roll. So it just is what it is. <laughs> right. But take take it or leave it, I guess is how it is. But okay, that's what I wanted to know, because I noticed that and I'm a little a lot like you in that sense. It's like I'm not always really graceful at saying like, hey, by the way, we need to do this right now. And some right. people are like, oh, my God, you could have said that better. And I noticed that with you. It's not bad. I like it. But you're just straight up to the point like, hey, we got to get going now or we got to do this now or right. you need to do this for other people. Be respectful of that. And mm-hmm. I noticed you're really to the point. But you deliver it well. Well, thank you. <laughs> Have you always been that way, though? Because I am the opposite. And I'm trying to bust out of being a people pleaser. Like, mm-hmm. everybody get along. Everybody, it's okay. <laughs> Playing Switzerland. Nobody wants to be mad. I've always been Switzerland. And that is why everybody comes and vents to me. Yes. Well, let's hear about that. So when you say Switzerland, does that mean, how do you, like, how do you deliver that message? So, I don't know, but I think it's because I just I'm not the one that's going to rock the boat. I'm going to find and and I've gotten better about if I have to address something with somebody I can now instead of doing a long email drama thing. I'm just like, but don't can you we clear the air about last week? Because right, I this is how I feel about how that went, and can we just figure this out and move forward? Like I'm better about that because I'm, now I've been in leadership positions at work, mm-hmm. so I've acquired it. But I'm not naturally that way. I hate confrontation. I don't like when people are upset. And I just want everybody to be okay. Yes, <laughs> very true. I think that's women. Women want everybody yeah. to be okay. We're like, can we all live in harmony? I know. Well, because we're <laughs> also... <laughs> harmony is my test. Yeah. <laughs> we're the calendar. We're the... You know, yes. if you have children... Mom. Nine times out of ten, you are the peacekeeper. Yes. You are the the meal planner you are You're the in, organizer the, the scheduler. organizer the scheduler i mean you i'm sure you've heard jared joke like when i walk in he's like my walking calendar is here <laughs> yeah and i mean it's true it's That's just a true. role that we're in now mm-hmm. um but also my husband told me he goes and he was giving me a compliment but it was it hit me out of the blue he's like just i just so admire your sense of calm and i don't always i don't feel calm but like okay I don't know. We took a family vacation. We're standing in line at Universal Studios. Everybody's losing their minds. (laughs) Every time. They love the ride. They know they're going to have to wait again. And they lose their minds. I'm like, do you not know what this is? Just still your body and just 
this is what it is. Yeah, like, this I don't is know. what it is. But that's just one little example. But I'm always like, okay, everybody just calm down. <laughs> yep. Although I was, I am a middle child. I am uh, a middle sister. And we were all less than two years apart. Oh. Um, so I was. Um, <laughs> yes. I have two of those. I was Not very three. much a, a peacekeeper mm. between my sisters and I. Like I was the middle ground. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I've always had that. But like we were talking about before, younger adult versus the oh. ages we are now. It's mm-hmm. like you start to kind of give a shit less. And uh-huh. You kind of start to say, listen, if you're not my thing, you're not my thing. And right. I'm not going to waste any more time or energy on it because you start to learn that time is precious. Right. Time goes so fast. I see that with my kids. I mean, it doesn't feel like they are 17 and 15 now. Mm, How correct. did that happen? I have no idea. Here we are, and it is what it is. Time is so precious. Also, my time is should be valued. Mm-hmm. And in a in the business side of that, if we dedicate X amount of hours on programming or coaching or cleaning or setting up the gym or you know whatever it is, mm-hmm. if you can't respect my time and effort for one hour out of your day. You probably don't belong here because we're going to butt heads and I'm going to tell you how I feel about it. And you're probably not going to like it if you're that kind of person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I've always been very, not always, I shouldn't say that. But now, eight years into owning a business, if I need your attention now, I will tell you I need it now. If I need you to be done with something in X amount of time, I need you to be done with something in X amount of time. Because we just, there's other things to do. We have to keep mm-hmm. moving. Um, so maybe it is a little abrasive. Sometimes I don't, I, don't I don't think it's abrasive. I think it's like you have a good way of just letting it shed off. You're like, uh, and so I have that same uh, bluntness, mm-hmm. but I also like internalize it. And I'm like, oh my God, do they, are they mad at me? Are they, do they hate me? Did they, and I mm-hmm. almost feel the need to go back and say, I hope that didn't come off too, too blunt. I was just trying to get us to move along. And I always doubt myself and I think, oh, I need to be more diplomatic about how I said that. But I think you do a great job of being like, it's not personal. Don't take it personal. If you took it personal, that's on you. Yes. Right? Like, yeah. And I feel like, I mean, there's diplomacy and then there's, we have to get this done. You know, it might be a high pressure situation for us. It might be like organizing a big event. There's mm-hmm. a lot of moving yeah, pieces. Just, and you might just tell someone, okay, I need that over there right now or mm-hmm, whatever. But mm-hmm. then I've watched um, some people who are trying to be in a leadership position doing that and they're screaming yes. and oh, yeah. yelling. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, you have no control of the situation and you don't have the respect of people. People wouldn't mind if you just were like this here, this here, this here, but you're screaming and lashing out, swearing at people like nobody is, nobody is getting in line behind you now. So it's what you guys do. And I don't scream and stuff. I get that. And so now when I think about it, I do that. I'm like, and you do that too. You're just like, you put this there, go there, 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 there. And then you're good. And it's that keeping calm. So it's Mm -hmm. basically what you said. You stay calm. You're like, go here, do this. We need you to be done in five Mm -hmm. minutes. And then you walk on. Yep. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. No, there's not. And and not only, you know, has that. It's kind of like it goes both ways in the business that we have. And in nursing, Mm -hmm. if it's a, a dire situation. If you are losing your mind over it or like that, just like you have to be the calm in the storm Mm -hmm. in an emergency situation, 
Maybe Uh you have a patient that's tanking or you checked on them five minutes ago and they were fine. And then you go back to bring them their ice water and they're not fine anymore. You can't, I can't lose my mind over that. I have to stay calm. I have to think about, you know, like, okay, what's my next step here? What do I have to do? Um, And so being able to be that calm, Mm -hmm. like, okay, I have to think. You have to process. I have to use my brain. I have to still be able to use my brain in like a stressful situation. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of that just comes with experience. I I do, too. And I think that's just, you know, if you're going to be a leader, you need to have people have your respect and want to follow you, too. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, just don't lose that control because and also just going back to it. Don't you think that women apologize a lot like a guy? Yes. I've seen. I'm sure there are some. I've seen few examples of if a guy loses it because he's upset because something happened and then comes back and says, I'm really sorry that I used that tone or said right. this or whatever in a business scenario. So I feel yeah. a need in my job because I have such a public, I'm a public figure. I have such a public job. I feel this need to like always apologize if I'm too stern or, and mm-hmm. I didn't lose my shit, right? I didn't scream and I try not, I don't yep. swear, but it's like one of those things that I, I feel like sometimes I feel like women look at me and it's like they're intimidated by mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. or even men and they're like, oh. And I got that feeling from them or I saw their face and they have to go back and apologize. Like, I'm sorry if I came off a little too stern. And they're like, oh, well. And lots of times they tell me, yeah, you did. And I think, like, when I think about it, I'm like, actually, I didn't. If a man was doing what I did, they would have been like, he was great. He kept us all on task. But being that I was a woman, they're like, wow, she's kind of bossy. Bossy. Shrill. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, All of those things. The adjectives are different. Mm -hmm. The adjectives are different. And... And I think if you are a, you are a strong, you have a strong personality and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like we don't have to keep, which I think now, just like in the times that we are in now, obviously, um, that is, that is, you know, praised, like be yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, be the personality you are. Don't lower your needs of a human to meet somebody else's expectations you know if if it is in you to be stern and tell people when you need to have things done and be bossy because Mm -hmm. you're the boss you own the business right hello like so it's fine just just remembering like we don't we don't always have to apologize just for being ourselves and and yeah so what i told you what you had to do because if you don't like it, go start your own business. I think that's what makes some people uncomfortable, though, because as you grow and change, whatever it is, whether it's in your business, your personal life, um, you're getting older, you just redirect. People have an, a vision of you mm-hmm. and they think of you this way. Right. Forever. And you're not always going to be that. Did you know, I am not girl. who I was when I was 26. <laughs> exactly. Right? And my husband said something and I go, it's not like he said, oh, I am woman. Hear me roar. And he was like. <laughs> nicely teasing yes, it wasn't yes, like, yes. and I was like no it's because I'm over 40 and I know who I am and I'm not trying to please everybody and I just kind of know who I am better mm-hmm. yeah I don't it's not because oh I'm better than men it's just I know who I am better right yep. and that's exactly and I don't it. care what other people think mm-hmm. as right. much and you grew into that earlier I feel like you're a couple years younger than me right mm-hmm. And you like embrace that early in your life. Yeah. But also I think I think just experiences in general, like by choices made, I had two children by the age of 20. Oh, you got to you got to you got to you got to be you got to step up to the plate. 
not everybody does. I did. Mm-hmm. My husband deployed to Iraq twice. Um, wow. The second time he was deployed, he was gone for 15 months. <sighs> oh, my gosh. How old were your kids? They were three and 14 months. Little. Little. <sighs> and he was gone for 15 months. And so uh, I moved home. We were in Colorado at the time. I moved home to be closer to family. We're both from here. So grandparents around to help, you know, sisters around to help. Because it's so true. It takes a village. It really I mean, does. You can take be a the village. strongest person, but you exactly. need some but assistance. But you need help. And, yeah. And so, um, but also I had to, I had to assume roles mm-hmm. of both parents. Um, and I couldn't always, you know, we talk about like feeling your emotions and stuff, but I couldn't always do that. Like I, I sometimes had to just put up that wall in mm-hmm. that, that stay face and, and just move forward because I couldn't keep, I can't sit and dwell on. You just can't stay in that what moment. What he might be doing. Is he alive? Is he not? Blah, blah, blah. All that stuff. Oh gosh. So for my, uh, young adult you know by the time we were 23 24 he'd been deployed twice already we have two children now i look at 23 and 24 year olds i'm like you guys are babies babies <laughs> yeah yeah how did i put do your that? pants and then on. i and then i think about that i'm like how did i do that as a 20 21 year old young mom right with two little babies probably because i had i would never do it again i didn't know any better that's it just it like <laughs> you as just you do get it. older you just you, i just had to do it and so i think a lot of that leads into like I know when I ask somebody to do something or like in the gym or whatever when I'm leading a class I I don't have time to be messing around and I don't have time for you to be talking over me and I don't have time for so I'm going to address it right away Mm -hmm. I think it just builds you know a lot of that just experience in life that life experience early on just help kind of build some of that character I have now, mm-hmm. obviously. And you kind of said, just keep moving forward. That's yeah. such a good note in life, mm-hmm. too. Like, keep moving forward. Like, don't get stuck. Don't get stuck where you're at. You have to sometimes, sometimes it is a tunnel and you have to just go through it. Right. Mm-hmm. People say that. They say, just keep moving. Just keep moving, you know, whatever. I don't, even if it's sideways, just don't sit still and dwell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And worrying, worrying about stuff does not stop it from happening. Mm-hmm. So you're just robbing yourself of the joy of today yep. when you sit and worry about right. what might happen. I, I have to tell myself that on a regular basis because <laughs> I'm like a worry wart. And then I'm like, but why you am I spending all this time control, in right. this horrible like state of mind? I can't stop it from happening. Mm-hmm. I can right. do all the best I can to prepare my kids to drive, be good drivers or whatever. And I'm like... <gasps> Anytime I have a big worry, I pray. Yeah. So I don't, I'm not a worrier. Mm -hmm. I'm not, that's not something I am. I'm normally just like optimistic. Like I'm realistic when I'm optimistic. And whenever I have a big worry, I stop and I pray. Cause it's generally a fear is what I see. I'm like, Mm -hmm. Ooh, I'm worried about that. Cause I'm afraid of that. Mm -hmm. And so I'll pray. That makes sense. (laughs) Awesome. Do you pray? (laughs) No. I don't either. (laughs) No, no. But you know, more power to you. Everybody has their, everybody has their thing. Whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. I pray that the gym stays open all the time. Yeah, <laughs> keep <right>? coming. <laughs> exactly. Yep, just keep coming. Awesome. Well, Allie, tell us a little bit about your business and where we can find you. Yes, so CrossFit Electus, we are located on 12th and Broadway. We are um, in the UPS building. We're on the north end uh, right there. We are 
Find you online. Find you. Find on us page? on Facebook. We are on Instagram. Uh, CrossFitElectus.com is our website. Uh, you can always shoot us a message, or if you happen to know my husband or I, and you have any questions about the gym, drop we're in. All, we're on all the socials, or you can certainly drop in. Saturdays at 9 a.m. We always have a free class, um, and we try and gear that towards anybody who wants to stop in and and try it. It's not, you know, sometimes they're a little long and grueling, but mostly just to get sweaty. <laughs> not big crazy movements or big powerlifting things. Just or, so people can see what it's like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. That's really cool that you do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's you and Matt to try it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I, I'm just like, I got to get off my ass. I'm not kidding you. Like, I've been, now, I've been saying it forever. Right? And I've been telling you, like, and telling myself, I told mm-hmm. my husband, I said, I've done all these different things and whatever it is, post-COVID, I'm the heaviest I've ever been. And I don't like it. Same. But, but As a gym owner, same. <laughs> like, But it is I'm like, it is. I know what to do. The best success I ever had was not when I was the skinniest I had somebody helping me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was like i liked doing the lifting of course i had to do the cardio to burn the fat but like i kind of know what needs to be done but i would walk in like you said if i walked into any gym i'd be like okay what do i do and yep. i wouldn't make myself do the things i don't want to yes, do exactly right. and right. honestly like that is such a such a huge pull once people kind of the the worst part is coming through the door honestly and i remember that oh, yeah. yeah it's like people look at us like um, or like during boot camps, I tell people all the time, I'm like, I literally started where you were at. My Jared signed me up for, did I ever tell you this story? No. Jared signed me up. So when he started CrossFit, he kind of started doing CrossFit when he was in Iraq um, or like CrossFit style workouts. Sure. So then he comes back. He's been going to um, the other CrossFit gym for a year before they were doing a boot camp. And so he signed me up for it without telling me. <laughs> <gasps> That's love. And then he came home. And he was like, I signed you up because, you know, he had his thing. He would, you know, stressed out, go ride the motorcycle or whatever, go to the gym or whatever, whatever. And at the time I was a high school athlete. And so now as a young mom who's now moved back home, has her, we have our own home, all the things. Right. And so I didn't have an outlet. So he comes home and tells me he signed me up for a boot camp. And I sat on my front step and I bawled my eyes out because I was afraid and that was kind of um, that was kind of new for me because I I have not you're strong I'm not a very like emotional emotionally outward person sure so I sat on my front step and I cried because I was afraid to go I was afraid of what people were gonna think of me I was afraid mm-hmm. of what the senior girls you know that had been going were gonna think of me or how I was gonna stand up all the same things so. So when I tell boot campers, I'm like, I literally started where you were at. You have to we start somewhere. We all have somewhere. to start somewhere. And mm-hmm. coming through the doors is 99% of the time the worst part because yep. you are so scared to walk through that threshold. But once you get in, it's it's worth it a hundredfold. And everything can be modified. Everything. Literally everything. Everything. If you can't squat comfortably, well, so what? We have you squat to a higher box so you right. can go to that that spot that is comfy mm-hmm. with your body in the mobility and the shape and the fitness level that you're in right now. So mm-hmm. it is really cool what we can do. And and of course, we preach it because we own it, but we preach it also because we believe in it. And, and you've seen it. And we've seen it for eight years. We've watched people excel in their health and their ability and just, um, like I said earlier, the general physical preparedness. So can can you especially for an older generation, can you sit down on a toilet and know with certainty that you can stand back up again? 
right? I know that's so sad to think about. But I mean, and I I really try not to have a judging mind, but I've been looking at people that are, you know, 20 years ahead of me, 30 mm-hmm. years ahead of me, and just walking like how they move their body and, you know, if they're carrying extra weight. And I'm like, I got to take care of this now. Mm-hmm. I don't want to walk like that. I don't want it to hurt. I don't want to not be able to, like, like you said, get up. Yeah. Right. Well, and and I think people think CrossFitters have to look like CrossFitters, right? You think like, oh, you see the stuff on TV. Yeah, you're like, that's what I'm going to end up looking like. And it's not. No, it's not the case at all. And there's a lot of older people. I I go to the ADM class and there's a 70 some year old. There's a 68 year old. um, There's another 50 some year old. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. And they're in good shape. Yeah. Yeah, but they're, they're in not, good general physical health. Yep. And again, it's not about comparing to the other people. It's right. like mm-hmm. your fitness level, mm-hmm. your goals. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get that. I get yep. that. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So no pressure. So <laughs> no pressure. No pressure at all. Do uh, come to Saturday, nine a.m. I'm coaching this Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, Allie, thank you. It was so fun to meet you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. What? You're that was awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just love talking to all these boss ladies. I know. And there's so many of them in our area. I know. I think we take it for granted, and every woman has a struggle. And every struggle is real, but you can do it. Just keep moving forward. End of story. Mm-hmm. Like, tell your story, be who you are, and grow. Don't Learn let from people put grow. you in a little box because that's where they're comfortable with you being. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's hard with family because that's what they, they oh, you know. every family has a box. Because all of a sudden you're just like different. And they're like, mm-hmm. wait, well, when were you starting to do this? <gasps> that's so you know? true. Yep. It's very true. Yep. Very true. All right, ladies. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for being here and check out CrossFit Electus. All right. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever, so you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's Sentence Clarity Rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com podcasts to sign up for a free account.
Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts.